Hi, I'm Mary Colbert. Welcome to Divine Health Podcast with my husband, Dr. Don Colbert. Hey, I'm Dr. Colbert, and I'm excited, Mary. We're talking about gallstones today. Oh, this is so exciting, gallstones. Mary, I have been preventing (laughs) and helping people pass gallstones for almost 40 years. And if you've ever had one, I have never had one, so I can make jokes about it. But I know (laughs) people who have, and that's a miserable miserable experience. But we're going to give you some information that you can share with loved ones and your family and say, no, no, you need to hear this podcast. It's very informative. It's not boring. It's full of information. And this is free to listen to. So get your pen and your pad and get ready and write this down. It's great information to help you So, Don, take it away. Well, Mary, first of all, when most people have gallstones, they start getting cramping right up the quadrant pains that many times radiate to the scapula or the shoulder blade or to the back. And these people have severe back pains and shoulder blade pains and or right up a quadrant pains. And many of them go to the chiropractor. Well, some people think it is. Some, they're having some, a heart attack. Many think they're having back pain. So they see their chiropractor and they j- adjust them and all, and nothing happens. Nothing works. And then they start vomiting or yeah. getting severe nausea and have all these other symptoms. But it's this biliary colic where that stone is literally usually impacted into the cystic duct and that gallbladder is undergoing spasms. And so the spasms create referred pain right upper quadrant pain in the abdomen and then shoulder blade pain and then back pain. Wow. And it can be mid-thoracic pain or sometimes upper or lower thoracic pain. But that's what you generally have. Now, let's talk about first risk factors. Most gallstones are composed of cholesterol. So anything that raises cholesterol is going to make you more prone to forming gallstones. Also, women, if you're taking estrogen by mouth, you are more prone to gallstones. A lot of women are taking Primarin or uh, Estrace or Estradiol tablets. Any estrogen by mouth and even birth control pills will increase your risk of gallstones. We also have found since med school, I learned this in med school, they called them the four F's. These are people highly prone to gallstones. Fat, fertile, 40, female. Now, again, <laughs> that's how we learned it. I learned that in med school back wow. in 1983 or 4. <laughs> okay. Wow. And that's one of our test questions. It's the four Fs. And those are the people real prone. The more weight you have, women, the more obesity you have, the higher risk you have of forming gallstones. Also, since most all gallstones are made of cholesterol, anything that raises cholesterol will set you up for gallstones. So let's talk about what raises cholesterol. Real easy. So if you've just eaten a fried chicken dinner (laughs) with lots of butter on your mashed potatoes... And then suddenly you start And then, no, no, let's talk about the main thing that does it. It, I'm talking about the French fries, but also the cake, the pies, the cookies, the trans fats. Those trans fats are gallbladder-forming foods, saturated fats, butter, cream, cheese, whipped cream, you know, any kind of saturated fat such as hamburger meat, bacon, sausage, brisket, Ribeyes, T-bone steaks. Ice cream, huh? Well, ice cream, absolutely. Ice cream is a huge one. Whipped cream, ice cream, butter, cheese, cream in your coffee, half and half. 
as well as coconut oil, even too much MCT oil, as well as fried foods, French fries, fried chicken, hush puppies, potato chips, anything deep fried, corn chips. All of that is gallstone-forming foods. Now, how do you prevent them, especially lower your saturated fats, your trans fats, cut out your trans fats, that's poison to your body, and sugar. So when you're eating that cake that's full of trans fat icing with all that sugar, you are given the perfect food to form a gallstone. And how do you prevent it? You decrease those saturated fats, trans fats, and sugar, and you increase your fiber. Fiber is amazing at grabbing hold of those saturated fats, trans fats, and, and ushering them right out of the gut, okay? So fiber is great. Oat bran, oatmeal, nuts. Our fiber zone is amazing, which can, it tastes great, very flavored. It has psyllium husk powder and prebiotics in it, which is wonderful for you. Also, correcting constipation. If you're constipated, you're asking to form gallstones. And to prevent constipation, real simple, water, have enough water, usually at least a quart and a half to two quarts a day. Have your fiber. You're going to need more fiber to your going. And then magnesium. And if you're still having problems, mineral oil at Walmart or Walgreens, okay, a teaspoon to a tablespoon a day. And some people combine it with a little bit of prune juice, okay? Now, also what helps protect you against gallstones is olive oil. Olive oil especially your extra virgin olive oil. We now have a whole new classification of olive oil, Mary. It's the high polyphenol olive oils. And they can get these on Amazon, which they're good brands that are inexpensive, folks, like Hermus, H-E-R-M-U-S, high polyphenol olive oil, or Desert Miracle. Those are two inexpensive brands, $25 to $29. And olive oil literally helps protect your, it flushes out, the bile ducts and prevents gallstones in so many people. I, I use my olive oil liberally. Unlike butter, cheese, and all those saturated fats, olive oil protects you against gallstones, as does avocado oil. So we cook with avocado oil, not with coconut oil. If you're cooking with coconut oil, you're asking for gallstones, okay? Also, lemon. Lemon is high in citric acid, and citric acid helps to dissolve gallstones. Another thing you can do is Alka-Seltzer Gold. I start my mornings off with Alka-Seltzer Gold. One little tab and four ounces of water. It protects you against kidney stones. It protects your kidneys. And it also helps uh, dissolve gallstones. Another is coffee. Coffee helps to protect you against gallstones at least two cups a day or more. It literally increases uh, biliary excretion and, and uh, helps to clean out the bile ducts. And one of the biggest things for men and women is reversing obesity. See, when you're obese, you are asking for gallstones. Obesity increases your C-reactive protein, inflammation, and also those hormones, estrogen. Women, see, fat is not just an inert tissue. It's a metabolic factory producing estrogen, producing cytokines, which are inflammatory mediators that create inflammation in your body, which is the root of all chronic disease. So how do you reverse obesity? Real simple. Just follow my Beyond Keto diet. It's a, a keto Mediterranean diet. I wrote a book on this this past year, and it will show you how to reverse obesity. It's real simple. All you do is women de decrease your calories to 1,600 calories or less. Men, 2,400 or less. Some have to go less than 2,000. And you need to eat your dinner before 6 p.m. 
And you also need to practice intermittent fasting. I recommend just eating two meals a day and having coffee with stevia in the morning instead of breakfast. And then you also want to exercise at least five days a week for preferably 30 minutes. And if you do those things, guess what? You are going to lose weight. I discuss all that in detail in my Beyond Keto book with other recommendations. For you that have sluggish thyroid, guess what? We have natural means to boost thyroid function. If you're having cold hands, cold feet, dry skin, your hair's falling out, you're losing your outer eyebrow, your thyroid sluggish or low. And you can take either thyroid zone, which we have, or you can take a natural thyroid such as NP thyroid by a nutritional doctor or see my nurse practitioner. And she prescribes that every day to women with sluggish thyroid. You don't have to wait till your thyroid is gone and it's low thyroid. You can do it when it's sluggish. And yes, we have two offices, one in Texas, one in Florida. And our nurse practitioners are trained under Don. To, they know what to do. Right. Now, what I'm saying is obesity sets you up for gallstones, especially in women. Fish oil also helps protect the gallbladder. So eating fish, now if you say, oh, now there's great fish oils you can take or you can t- eat fish. We call them the SMASH fish. That's S-M-A-S-H. It's an acronym for S as in wild salmon, not farm-raised. Also, M is mackerel, but wild mackerel. A is for anchovies, wild anchovies. S is for sardines. I know you used to be a sardine lover, Mary. And H is for wild herring. Now, again, I had a patient that came in yesterday for memory loss. And I asked, well, what are you eating? Well, we eat fish, and we eat fish all the time. I said, what fish are you eating? They said, we're eating swai, S-W-A-I, fish. I said, I've never even heard of swai fish. And then I looked it up, and I saw swai fish. Much, much of this comes from Vietnam. It's usually farm-raised. It's full of PCBs, dioxins, heavy metals such as mercury, oh. uh, antibiotics. I said, my goodness, look at what she's getting in her body. No wonder she's having some memory loss. you got to get this out. we got to bind and remove these toxins. So, again, re- realize fish oil is good, but if you're eating the wrong fish oil, you're getting toxic. Real important. Also, like I say, coffee. Two cups or more of coffee a day will decrease the risk of gallstones in men by 40 to 45 percent, Mary. Is that amazing? And in women, it decreased the risk of gallstones by 22 to 28 percent. That's just coffee. Now, again, it's best to have organic coffee, single-source coffee, which is low, low in mold, and then vitamin C also protects you against gallstones or just having lemon or lime in your water. Now, the dose of vitamin C to protect you against gallstones is 1,000 milligrams twice a day. Now, remember, that much can trigger kidney stones, so some people have to be careful if you're having kidney stones because that can trigger kidney stones, but it does protect you against gallstones. The safest is just use lemons and limes. And then, of course, the Beyond Keto diet is the key diet with lots of olive oil, especially high polyphenol olive oil, lots of healthy fish that help protect your gallbladder. Now... There's also things we can do to dissolve gallstones, Mary. And one thing is having lemon juice with olive oil. And so we have found in studies... When you say lemon juice, are you talking about the concentrated in the bottle, or are you talking about fresh lemons? Fresh, squeezed lemon juice. And keep it in the fridge with olive oil. Now, and you don't want to make a lot of this, but you want to make enough to last a week or two. And it's usually a four-to-one ratio, or you can do a two-to-one ratio. So a lot of most people are using the, 
the real strong olive oil, and I'm talking about the high polyphenol extra virgin olive oil that we talked about just earlier, along with fresh squeezed lemon juice, or if you could use lemon juice that's uh, made, but again, that's usually not as good as the fresh squeezed lemon or lime juice, but the lemon juice seems to work better. So in other words, you have four tablespoons of olive oil for one tablespoon of lemon juice. And so you can make, you know, say uh, four to eight eight ounces of that. And you put that on your salad and you do that a few times a day and it will slowly help to dissolve uh, your gallstones. And uh, other ways you can do it is you can do what we call a gallbladder flush. Now, a gallbladder flush there's all kinds of gallbladder flushes, and these can be potentially dangerous. So we got to be careful with gallbladder flushes. And what I do is if a person has gallstones, I have them bring in their gallbladder ultrasound report. And I, I look at the size of the gallstones. If those gallstones are a centimeter, see the cystic duct where the gallbladder drains is only two to three millimeters. And if your stone is over three millimeters, it's very unlikely that stone is going to be dissolved or it can be passed through that duct. So if you have a a 10 millimeter, which is a one centimeter gallstone, how are you going to get it through a two or three millimeter cystic duct? It's not going to happen. And that stone can actually get lodged in your common bile duct, and then that's an emergency. So if you have big gallstones, you do not want to do a gallbladder flush. Before doing one, you need an ultrasound of your gallbladder to make sure you can pass the stones. If you have little teeny stones, little tiny ones like BB-sized stones, you can pass these. And so what you do is generally, for a day before your gallbladder flush, you drink organic apple juice, just that. You just fast on organic apple juice all day. You say, that's a lot of sugar. You're just doing this for one day. And then the next day, you ingest four tablespoons of that high polyphenol, extra virgin olive oil, and you ingest that with one tablespoon of lemon juice, and you do this every 15 minutes for a total of eight cycles. So you get, you know, over two hours. You just set your timer, and you do it every 15 minutes. Now, a lot of people will do it in the uh, afternoon. Usually, they'll do that and lay on their side, their left side, so the gallstones will pass. Some will put a um, hot. hot water bottle over their liver to help help it to dilate those the cystic ducts so they'll pass. Does that help? And some, for some people it does, hot water bottle or a heating pad mm-hmm. or something. Okay, and then that will help many. There's other gallbladder flushes, but most of them use the, the organic apple juice for the day before for all day and fast. And then the next day, and there's many ways you can do it. Some people will have a cup of olive oil with a half a cup of lemon juice, and some will take Epsom salt or magnesium citrate, which really causes diarrhea, and it flushes them out. So we have different gallbladder flushes, but a simple one is just having the four tablespoons of olive oil every 15 minutes with one tablespoon of fresh-squeezed lemon juice and doing that for eight cycles, and then you're done, and then laying on your side with a heating pad. That's a simple way to do it. And some people may need some magnesium citrate. You can have uh, half a bottle of magnesium citrate, not too much, but you will start to pass those stones after, um, you know, usually you'll see them in the toilet. You'll see little translucent type stones or green stones you'll pass. I've seen so many people do that, but that's a simple gallbladder flush. Some people have to do it 
every month or so and, and then continue with their olive oil and with their lemon juice daily, make their salad dressing with that. You say, well, what about apple cider vinegar? Apple cider vinegar doesn't work as good as the lemon juice and olive oil, especially that high polyphenol olive oil. I've just used that for a lot of people, and they just make their salad dressing, and they will just have a little— prevention. They'll just have a little shot glass of that olive oil and lemon juice two or three times a day. And they can just pass it that way, and it tastes good. They like it. Now, it's going, when you take this, let me explain it to you. This high polyphenol olive oil is full of these polyphenols and oleocanthals. So it will burn the back of your throat. That is a good thing. That does not mean it's bad olive oil. That means it is working as an anti-inflammatory. It has what we call the Motrin or ibuprofen effect. When you take liquid Motrin, it burns the back of your throat, and you cough. That's a reflex in most everyone. Well, the same thing happens with real high-quality olive oil that's high in polyphenols and high in oleocanthals. But those same polyphenols really help cleanse the liver, help your body to pass those gallstones, and help to clean out your bile ducts. I tell, I tell patients it's kind of like blowing out your carburetor. when you're. Uh, I used to have a car. Mary, you remember this Firehawk mm-hmm. I used to have. Yep. And I loved that car, but I wouldn't drive it. I'd let it sit for a while because the thing was so loud and it was so low on the ground. And it was just, a, you know, it was just a, like a race car. It'd sit in the garage, but then it wouldn't run right. So I took it into the mechanic. I said, this thing's not running right. He says... This car is meant to be run. How often are you driving this thing? I said, Never. maybe once every week or two. He said, you got to drive this thing every day. You got to blow those carburetors out. Well, olive oil and lemon juice are like blowing out the carburetors, okay? That's right. It literally cleans out the bile duct, it literally flushes out the crystals and stones that start to accumulate from our poor diet. Our diet full of these saturated fats, the worst thing for forming stones are trans fats. These fats are so in so many good tasting foods, and the flesh craves them. French fries. Most French fries contain trans fats. You are asking for gallstones every time you eat French fries, but they say, Dr. Colbert, they taste so good. And I and chips, chips. When you're eating those potato chips or those corn chips, those are many times fried in trans fats or saturated fats, which you are asking for gallstones, cake icing, cookies, cake, pies, uh, most every sweet processed food full of those trans fats and or saturated fats. You're asking for gallstones. And so, again, when you ask for when you eat these foods, you're sowing seeds for gallstones. And again, if you do have gallstones and you go to your doctor, he's going to recommend one thing and one thing only. Surgery. Surgery. You go to him. <laughs> and I've had so many patients, they yeah. come to me and they say, Dr. Cobra, I had my gallbladder removed. And I said, well, when did you have it removed? Well, I have had it removed 10 years ago. And now I've got some scar tissue here. I've got some chronic pain. Now, since I have it gone, I can't eat fats. I, they cause diarrhea. I get diarrhea if I eat fats. And uh, again, so many people, we have saved their gallbladder by doing these simple little things. And let me give you one other thing we do that really helps patients with gallstones. That's coffee, 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 coffee. Coffee, again, helps to flush the bile ducts out. And a thing that I've been using for many decades, and it happened to me many years ago, I, in my office, one day I was working and I had a gallbladder attack. Now, Mary, I... 
You don't I didn't have any symptoms. No, this was when it. I was in my early 50s. This is about 10, 15 years ago. And literally, I developed the biliary colic. The pain went from my right upper quadrant to my mid-back to my shoulder blade. Now, I had a chiropractor working for me then that was a master co-laser user, and she had me do the gallbladder protocol. And literally, she put the laser right on my gallbladder meridian, and she did it for about five to ten minutes. Then she treated my spine uh, on, the, on the laser protocol, and literally within like 10 to 15 minutes, all the pain was gone. Absolutely amazing. So what I did from that time on, I started using the gallbladder protocol, laser gallbladder protocol. For so many people, this cold laser put on the gallbladder meridian is absolutely amazing for so many people to help prevent them from having to have their gallbladder removed. Now, again, we, ha we do that with our preventive measures, fiber again. Fiber is so important for binding those saturated fats, for binding those trans fats, for flushing those out of the body. Water, keeping your body hydrated, olive oil, critical with lemon juice, absolutely critical. And then the Mediterranean keto-type diet. Now, if you get dehydrated, you are asking for stones. When you have obesity, you are asking for stones. But these simple little measures, which we've been using for years, we have literally watched people flush out their gallstones as long as they're small. And again, we get a gallbladder ultrasound to make sure. And we're, we've been able to save, I'm saying about, I'd say 75% of these patients, we can prevent them from having surgery. Now, if they have big old gallstones, they keep getting biliary colic, we don't want you going to acute cholecystitis, which can cause an infection. And so they may have to have a laparoscopic cholecystectomy. But again, God has an answer for everything naturally. And again, so many people have saved their gallbladders by following these simple things. But if you can't do the diet, you're going to have some people have to have a knife. Just like it says in Proverbs, if you be a man given to appetite, put a knife to your throat. Well, not a knife to your throat, but a knife to your belly and have the gallbladder moved. If you, if you can't give up some of these saturated fats and sugar and fried foods and trans fats, okay? But it's up to you. Most people can do it. And remember, vitamin C. Vitamin C flushes bile ducts out. Real simple. So again, the gallbladder flush, that is amazing if you have those little teeny stones. And I have a patient that used to have so many little stones in her gallbladder, a real famous person, and a good friend of yours, mm -hmm. <laughs> of ours, okay? Mm -hmm. And she would do the gallbladder flush once a year. And she was always amazed. She said, I could not believe how many little green stones I passed in the stool. She says, I counted them. I counted 50 of them. <laughs> okay, I said. Yeah. And, and it intrigued me. And I have found people literally are just love the gallbladder flush. That's a simple little gallbladder flush we gave you. There's others that we have at the office that are uh, a little more involved. But a simple one is the one we just mentioned, and a simple thing anyone can do. And like I say, I've been through it. I don't think you've had your gallbladder. Have we flushed yours out, or have we never. lasered yours? Never. That's I've amazing. Never, I've never had. I, I have a huge gallbladder. Yeah, but you have a huge gallbladder. <laughs> but again, you've, you, we use olive oil now, so again, do, olive use, oil is the key. Right. No, I, I have nothing. I'm thankful for that. That is one thing I haven't walked through. But... The gallbladder is critical. Now, see, this is where, you know, people, oh, you have your tonsils taken out. You have your gallbladder taken out. It's like, uh, these things aren't really important. 
areas, That's you right. know. But you know something? God made us with these parts. We weren't exactly. supposed to, and they do serve a purpose. So your gallbladder helps you with breaking down fats in your body. And that's its main function. Is that correct? Yes, it emulsifies or breaks down fats. And when your gallbladder is removed, so many patients come in to see me and they say, I've got chronic diarrhea. And I said, well, why? Well, and they don't know why. It's because their gallbladder was removed. And for these people, I have to put, I many times have to put them either on our fiber or our fiber zone with cholestyramine. And this is a silver bullet for patients. And you say, what is cholestyramine? Cholestyramine is a bile acid sequestrant, which binds the bile acids, and it slows down the gut. And you take is this a supplement or it's is a, it's a, a medicine, medicine? But it it's is, it's amazing. You have to get a, a script, right? For you that. have to, but it's an old medicine that's been used since the '80s to lower cholesterol. It's amazing at lowering cholesterol. It's not a statin. It just binds the cholesterol in the gut and ushers it out. So what I have found in some of these patients who have had their gallbladders removed, who have chronic diarrhea or loose stools, they simply take cholestyramine. It's real inexpensive. How do you spell that? C-H-O-L-E-S-T-Y-R-A-M-I-N-E. I know it's a okay. mouthful. Yeah. Cholestyramine. Okay. And it is a powder. It tastes kind of like tang, you know, the breakfast drink tang. Why do they have orange. this as a script? Why do you have to have a script? I don't know. It's so innocuous. I use it to treat a lot of mold patients. When we did our water damage building talk, uh, it is amazing for binding mold toxin, but it's also really good for those patients who've had their gallbladder removed, who have loose stools, and you take a scoop twice a day, and then you take some fiber or some people don't even need the fiber. If they if they get too constipated, then we give them my fiber zone just a scoop twice a day. And we many times mix them together with cold water. You say, why cold water? Because if you mix it and you don't drink it quick, it's going to form like oatmeal. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it turns into oatmeal. So, but that us. is a great way to literally bind those bile acids so that they're not causing Uh, diarrhea diarrhea. now because when you have the gallbladder removed your gallbladder was your regulator and when you were to eat a fast uh, fatty meal your your body sends a hormone cholecystokine into the gallbladder to contract the gallbladder releases bile which breaks down emulsifies the fat you don't have that regulation anymore so that bile just kind of pours out and so those people are prone to get loose stools but with this cholestyramine it's amazing but again you may have to educate your doctor because it helps a lot Another major thing that has cost many people their gallbladder um, or having gallbladder dysfunction, bitterness and hatred and unforgiveness literally is a spiritual principle that affects so many people's gallbladders. Okay, wait a minute. You just blew some people's brains up when yeah. you said that because well, you Mary, just switched I know. from but this is, we talked about we've talked what? about the natural things that cause gallbladder really? problems now there's spiritual things and that there's emotional incredible. things and one thing i have found over the years that if you have unforgiveness bitterness and hatred in your heart towards someone or yourself or god you are in danger of losing your gallbladder and a lot of times these people don't have a stone but they have gallbladder dysfunction and the gallbladder simply is not functioning properly. It's not emptying. We can do a HIDA scan, which is a test, and a gallbladder ultrasound. And lo and behold, their HIDA scan shows their gallbladder is not contracting properly. 
And many of these and people... And the emotional component yes, is associated exactly. with this dysfunction. Exactly. And you I've know, been treating this for 30 years, so I've seen this firsthand in so many patients. So you do a trauma release with these yes. people that have... I've Mary, seen you do it this. is absolutely amazing. And their gallbladder goes normal. And so many. And <laughs> we have saved so many gallbladders. Now, this amazing. is something you'll rarely ever heal. But so many people, especially people with certain diseases, certain diseases such as fibromyalgia, I find so many have lost their gallbladder. So many with fibromyalgia have unforgiveness and bitterness. And so when I literally release that, the gallbladder can many times start functioning. But what I do, I not only release the trauma and the bitterness and unforgiveness, but also I use my laser. It's a cold laser over the gallbladder meridian. And the gallbladder can many times start functioning normally again. Now, some people need to have a few treatments with it, but it's amazing how that cold laser works. We have a laser protocol. Now, or you can find a doctor that has this Erconia laser. It's spelled E-R-C-H-O-N-I-A, cold laser. And you can just go and find a doctor who has it. We have it in all my offices. We've been using, I've been using these since the mid-1990s. And we've saved uh, hundreds, if not a thousand or more gallbladders by using this along with forgiveness therapy, along with diet, along with olive oil, along with vitamin C, along with lemon juice and, and yeah. simple things that have saved gallbladders. I don't want to just brush over the emotional component here because it is such a critical part. When you say unforgiveness, it could mean unforgiveness toward God. Oh, absolutely. A lot of people are angry at God. Angry at God. They could be angry at themselves. Toward themselves. Shame. Sure. Shame, blame, guilt. guilt. Absolutely. Locked in. That can really will stress the gallbladder. And it may not form a stone, but it can cause gallbladder dysfunction where it literally is not functioning properly. They have a very low ejection fraction. The doctors will run a HIDA scan. They say, oh, your gallbladder's not functioning. Let's take it out. No, let's get it functioning. Let's remove the bitterness, unforgiveness, the self-hatred, the guilt, the shame, the blame, the trauma, and let's activate it with the laser and with olive oil and with lemon juice and with some coffee and with a Mediterranean diet and then cutting out the saturated fats, the trans fats, the sugar, and boom, we reset it. Now, if you're listening to this podcast and you go, whoa, that's me, I, I am... I am full of this feeling of bitterness and resentment. I just want you to right now just to stop and ask the Holy Spirit because he is the one that can help you rid yourself of these emotions and surrender it to him. You, all you have to do is simply ask him. Mean it in your heart. Just turn off this podcast Quit listening and just stop and go to the Holy Spirit and ask him to come in and to touch you and help you. And it may cause you to break down and start crying. Crying is a healthy part of ridding these deadly emotions that are bottled up in you. You may need to wail, cry, yell, whatever to allow the emotions to go. Because we have seen this with so many people, folks, listen to us in our office, that emotions affect your health. We know that fear can cause a heart attack. We know that fear can weaken your kidneys. We know that shame with a woman who has either been molested or raped can cause her uterus to become weakened and more susceptible to cancer. 
all of these emotions, believe it or not, get trapped into different well, parts trauma, of your right. body parts. This trauma gets trapped and it goes into different organs of your body and gets locked in there. And it just so happens they have identified bitterness with your gallbladder. That and this is, people are saying, no, there's no science that proves this. Oh, well, yes, yes there, there is. is. There's Dr. Reich Hammer from Germany, was an oncologist, brilliant man. He developed German new medicine, and he found that certain traumas affected certain organs. And he literally has written books on this, has offered courses, and it's amazing how there's a, a connection between trauma and disease. And it just so happens that bitterness and unforgiveness majorly affects the gallbladder. And I've seen this so many times. And when we release that bitterness and unforgiveness and that trauma, many times the gallbladder starts functioning normally. It starts emptying normally. And even uh, they can flush their gallbladders out. But many times there's not even a stone there. It's just not functioning. But when we do address that bitterness, unforgiveness, and that trauma, it's like, uh, and then we reset it with the laser. It's amazing how the gallbladder functions normally again. It's absolutely amazing. You know, the Holy Spirit gave me this revelation back when I first got saved and full of the Holy Ghost that he really let me see that, Mary, this temple was not to design to carry unforgiveness. Your temple, the way I created you and I made you, this clay pot, which is what we are. We're nothing more than a clay pot. The clay pot was not designed to hold bitterness. It's like acid. It will eat through this clay pot and destroy it. It's like pouring acid in a styrofoam That's exactly cup. right. Exactly and right. so he literally let me see this and how critical it was to quickly forgive quickly to cast off, quickly to just let, you know, cancel the debt, whatever you have to do uh, to help you. He will help you do this. He will help you rid it because your clay pot was designed to carry one thing, oil, the oil of gladness, the oil of the Holy Spirit, the oil of love. That is what this clay pot was designed to do. Don't let anything else in it. Because when you do, it will consume the container it's in. And so by literally mentally, emotionally, spiritually making the decision, I choose, you have the power to choose, to forgive. Now, you may have had something done to you that is just so horrible that you think, Mary, there's no way... Forgiveness doesn't mean you're saying it was okay whatever happened to you. You are not reaffirming that, oh, well, it's all right. It doesn't matter. That is not what forgiveness is. Forgiveness is a gift that you give that's undeserved. Undeserved. The person doesn't earn it. They don't have a right to it. You give it as a gift because you've received a gift that you did not earn. And that's the gift of forgiveness to yourself from the Holy Spirit, from Jesus Christ who died for you. So you give yourself the gift of forgiveness by forgiving. That's why you do it. It isn't about the other person. This is about you 
and your health and your mental health and your physical body. And the Holy Spirit will help you do that. You ask him to help you do it. I promise you he will <laughs> gladly Amen. help you do Amen. it. So, Mary, we've unpacked a lot yes, on the gallbladder. Have. And people don't realize that yeah. little gallbladder is literally the seat of unforgiveness if you have something? bitterness locked in. We've got to practice forgiveness, practice it every day, no matter what people do. Forgive them. Let it go. Jesus let it said go. It. It's a hundred times. You yeah. can't just do it one time. Forgive. And How many times? Today, 70 times seven. And right. then that person tomorrow will pull yeah. that band-aid off. Exactly. <laughs> and you have to do it all over again. And that you know, Peter went to Jesus and said, Well, how many times do we have to do it? Because Peter, <laughs> I so relate with him because he was such a abrasive and he was just such a forceful kind of guy he was offending everybody making everybody <laughs> mad so he was getting everybody angry at him so he was counting how many times he was having to forgive people he's going to say yeah, he him. thought maybe <laughs> seven times would be enough that's and enough. then that's it he can say that's it okay yeah, i'm done okay, i'm gonna let I've you have my it. duty <laughs> yeah. you know it's you, you just have to be a person who has the holy spirit the oil of gladness in right. your soul amen that you literally allow it to roll right off of you and just keep going for your health, for your health, for okay, your health. Okay, so let's just review. What do you do to prevent gallstones? Number one, decrease saturated fats, such as butter, cheese, cream, coconut oil, even too much MCT oil, which helps turn the brain on. Also, ice cream, milk, cream cheese, whipped cream, fried foods, any fried foods, especially French fries. Potato chips, fried potatoes, fried corn chips, fried chicken, fried hush, but anything deep fried, you're asking for gallstones, especially trans fats. That's found in most every wonderful tasting dessert. Cake icing, full of trans fats. Donuts, full of trans fats. My brother loves donuts. He said this one lady nurse left a dozen donuts. He said as soon as she left, I ate, he said, I ate six of them right away. He loves donuts. <laughs> and, I, and so he says, I cannot resist them. He says, my one weakness. Well, it's full of trans fats. And if you're eating donuts, guess what? You're asking for gallstones. You know, I want to get this podcast to Robert Morris, our pastor, because he well, talks about being addicted to Bluebell. Oh, my. Oh, my. So Bluebell is a gallstone-forming food. We yeah. love Robert Morris. Great man of God. Praise God for that man. So trans fats, you're asking for it. And sugar, excessive sugar, you're asking for gallstones, as well as steaks, hamburgers, T-bones, ribeyes, bacon, sausage, hot dogs. Those literally are chuck full of saturated fats, and you're asking for sludge and or stones to form. So what do we do? We decrease those fats. We increase gallbladder uh, flushing fats, such as olive oil, especially your extra virgin high polyphenol olive oils like Hermus, H-E-R-M-U-S, or Desert Miracle or other good high polyphenol extra virgin olive oils, as well as avocado oil and nuts, all different nuts. Now, peanuts are not a nut. It's a legume. So you say, I eat peanuts. Well, that's not a nut. It's a legume. And again, those are usually high in mold. Okay. Also increase your fiber like oatmeal, oat bran. Uh, our fiber zone is wonderful as well as correct your constipation. Start having lemon in your water. I've been doing this for what, Mary? I started doing it in college because I didn't have any money, and I've just continued it. And, she, <laughs> and Mary said, why don't you ever drink tea? I said, because I love water and lemon or lime. I love those big limes oh, from California. No. <laughs> also, stay hydrated. Water, 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 water. There's no better nutrient than water. Reverse that obesity. Remember, 
most gallstones occur in the four F's, fat, 40, fertile, female. Increase your fish oil or eat the smash fish that are wild smash fish. Those are your wild salmon, mackerel, anchovies, sardines, and herring, as well as drink two or more cups of coffee. That flushes your gallbladder out. Take vitamin C. That actually helps to dissolve the gallstones and follow my Beyond Keto diet. If you need to, do my gallbladder flush I talk about with the four tablespoons of high polyphenol olive oil with one tablespoon of fresh uh, squeezed lemon juice, and you do that, or, or you can do two tablespoons of lemon juice with that, one or two. Uh, two is actually better, and you do that every uh, 15 minutes for eight times, and uh, you do precede that the day before with organic apple juice all day long. No, no food, just apple juice. And then to long-term dissolve the gallstones, uh, you can do the olive oil with lemon juice dressing, and or you can just have that uh, an ounce or two of that three times a day, or just put it all over your salad two to three times a day, and you'll slowly dissolve those uh, gallstones. And for you that uh, have just problems, your gallbladder's not functioning right, consider that Urconia coal laser I have saved so many gallbladders over the years by using this little instrument. I have them in both offices. And release bitterness and forgive. Make it a daily thing you do is to walk in forgiveness and walk in love. It's real simple. We appreciate you listening to our podcast. Be sure and share this information with other listeners, uh, friends, families. Share the podcast with them. And we also had, we did a podcast earlier on forgiveness. I'd encourage you to listen to that podcast. Yes, go through our list. Uh, go to drcolbert.com. You'll see all the podcasts there. I think we got between 40 and 50. We're, our goal is trying to cover every major element and disease that anybody is struggling with and fighting. And so we're trying to bring to you all natural alternatives to surgery and medicine and sometimes you have to do medicine and even sometimes you have to do surgery. But there are things that God has planted in the earth that is healthy choices, healthy prevention. And we want to bring you the newest and the best and most accurate information so that you can choose life and not choose death. And we want to treat really the spirit, the soul. And the body. Yes. Praise we, God. We're Amen. amazing. We're amazing creation. So we're fearfully to, and wonderfully made. Yes, this is we what's are. exciting. DrColbert.com. Look at our products. By buying our products, you are helping us support us and what we are trying to do. And we appreciate you and we thank you for that. And the two products that go with this broadcast are simply Beyond Keto Diet. And we got a cookbook coming out next year as well as our fiber zone. Fiber zone binds those toxins and just especially it binds toxins, but also that cholesterol, those bad fats, the trans fats, and it just flushes them right out. Ah, I love okay. our fiber, right? <laughs> and it's berry flavored, uh, so Mary loves it. I love and it, it. Fill, women, it fills you up at night so you're less likely to that's eat those it, donuts and cakes and me. cookies. It helped me with my yes. loss of weight. Amen. After eight o'clock I'm like wanting to get the munchies. So I just quickly go <laughs> in and right. do my fiber and with then cold the, water now. Uh, yeah. remember, not with warm water or else you're gonna yeah. have oatmeal right there. Yeah. But I do it and um, within five minutes that craving, boom, gone. I mean, mm -hmm. it turns it right I off. I love it. And also, yeah, absolutely. That's great. It does. It works. It works. It works. 
God bless you. And thank you for listening to Divine Health. You walk in divine health. That's our goal. God bless you. Bye-bye.